Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Stories That Bind Us, where people come together and just share their stories, their life, their struggles, successes, weird paths they had to take to be exactly where they are today and how they've overcome their pain and how sometimes pain is actually a blessing because pain can really guide us towards our purpose and that's why I'm so excited to have my friend Denise on the show to talk about self-care, the healing powers of yoga, to rebuild and strengthen your body, to restore mobility and to really practice self-love because if we don't love ourselves, who will, right? Um, it's just mind-blowing to me to, to over and over hear the same things from people and how sometimes we feel so disconnected and so isolated when in reality we are so much more alike than we are different. I know I've said it before, but it's just the truth. Before we start the show, I also wanted to share that I spent the past two weeks with my mom um, she came over from Germany and she's super terrified of flying. She would have probably not ever come if she didn't have that friend that just happened to go to Los Angeles. And um, she was like, you know what, I'll take you with me. You can fly with me. Um, and I am so proud of my mom that she actually did it because I was giving her a lot of crap, actually. <laughs> but she did it, right? For me, to really spend some quality time with my mom for like two weeks that was just amazing we did not get along the entire time <laughs> you know we are very different we are very much alike and very different at the same time we we talked about stories from when i was a kid from when she was a kid my dad's family and it was just so cool to talk about stuff that you normally would not talk about, you know, intimate stuff and just from the past and also dreams of the future. So I encourage you to reach out to one another and really spend some quality time with the people you love, you care about and talk about stuff like share your stories, share something that's been on your mind, your dreams, your passion, maybe you're lost. Doesn't matter what, as long as you find a connection, just really connecting with one another and bonding with one another, doing some fun stuff. That is just, it was so important to me and I did not work as much as I normally do. I normally would feel super guilty and I'm not because that was really important to me. I'm just really glad that we spent the time together. So with no further ado, honestly, I'm so excited to have Denise talk about yoga and the power of yoga and the power of breath. And, um, for any of you who, who are going through some physical challenges, physical pain, emotional pain, you will love this so much because she really gives you some pointers on how you can heal yourself and how you can find peace of mind and just even your purpose because she found her purpose through yoga. And that's just amazing, you know, and it all comes down again to being able to help others. It all starts usually with helping yourself, wanting to help yourself, improving yourself. And then it turns out the bigger picture is always so much more than we think it is and so much more meaningful. And so, yes, with no further ado, here's Denise. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome, Denise Morales. Morales? Morales? Yes, Morales. 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 I'm just really bad at <laughs> saying people's names all the time and why do I get mad when people can't spell Jacqueline or pronounce Jacqueline? <laughs> um, Denise is a Reiki healer and a yogi. Yeah. And that is so inspiring to me because I think yoga is just such a great way to align yourself spiritually, mentally, physically, yeah. without really putting too much stress on your body. You know, I mean, I'm all about oh, go, 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 you know, but... I've gotten it not like you and I want to hear more about it because I think it's just so fascinating and I want to get more into yoga actually because I think it's so good for your body but I let you take over I want to hear your story where you came from what you want to share with us and yes uh, so I guess I'll start with like kind of how it all started is I mean as a kid I was pretty depressed uh, my mom was depressed a lot and she people treat her poorly 
And so it just gave me a very jaded opinion of the world because she's a really good person. And if somebody's go- like, she couldn't get any breaks. Right. Like, what? what is this world? Um, I kind of had that perspective. Um, and so I started reading like self-help books at a pretty young age. Um, and then when I went to college, I studied philosophy. Um, and then when I was done, I like loved movement. And so I was studying to become a personal trainer. And then I herniated disc uh, in my back. And so that like spawned me then going into yoga and just doing it for exercise. And then all of the things came together. I was like, oh wait, philosophy, like self-help, self-love, you know, movement, like they're all here in this thing. And I've always eaten pretty healthy. So that was the same thing and, and being kind and I cared about the planet. So it was like all of the things that I loved, like wrapped into this little box and I was like, there it is. And you can always be a student, which I like. Oh, there's so, no oh, yes. there's no ceiling, which really kind of liberated me. Because everything, it's like, oh, you want to be at the top. But yeah. there is no top. Yeah. There's always room to grow and improve and things to learn. And there's a whole bunch of different styles. So not being able to be at the top mm-hmm. is such a release. And the motto for yoga is practice makes progress, which is such a release. Oh, I like that. my whole life I was a perfectionist. So yes. if I got... 99% on a test, I was disappointed in myself. I needed to have that 100. Wow. So I was always pushing, pushing, pushing myself. And it's like, nope, you just kind of have to be better than you were. Yeah. That's it. It's so easy to beat ourselves up. I do it all the time. You know, I mean, even little things. I'm like, ah, oh, I didn't write in my journal this morning, right? And so um, I'm mad at that. I should have done that. I should have gotten up earlier. And it's all these little things that add up. Yeah. You know, that you put on yourself. I, I compare it to like having a kid. How would you talk to your kid? Would you beat your kid up, you know, mentally, like phys- verbally? No, you would say, hey, it's okay. You know, just you make up for it later. And why can't we treat ourselves like that, you know, yeah. with more care and more love? And I love what you said, that that is so beautiful. When you had that depression, what helped you get through that? Like just to self-help books are actually, did you reach out or did you really just deal with that no, all on I your mean, own. No, I mean, I think I struggled with it for a really long time, and it didn't really lift out. I mean, we moved a lot as kids, so I didn't ever have a really solid friendship, so I don't think it was until, like, I had a solid person in my life who was, like, really kind to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, there's, like, kind of hope that it kind of began to shift a bit. And then once I went to college and started studying philosophy, that was, like, a really big thing. I really felt close to, like, Buddhism and... Taoism and just those kinds of um, beliefs and philosophies seemed more in alignment. And once I started looking at life from more of that perspective, mm. it, it like shifted. And then I think that once I had a strong gratitude practice, that like changed everything for me. Um, because I had still, I had done work and I was getting better, but then I put myself in an abusive relationship and that was just awful. And what would get me through was like, a pretty sunset or going to work and somebody giving me a coffee and I was like okay this is what I'm taking with me today like right. I go home and home is a nightmare wow but how do I like not how do I just keep going forward and it was like oh when I went to work they gave me you know my favorite coffee or oh, you know wow. somebody was really happy to see me or you know I was helpful and I would just take that little thing and that would be my nugget and that really shifted everything wow. do you think that being in that relationship was part of you not honoring yourself not loving yourself and just kind of oh, right oh, completely you know it was having to learn a lesson a hard way yeah because I was completely broken and when I was I was completely broken then I could rebuild yeah and once I started noticing what other people would see in me when they saw me and I was like oh okay like there's a thing yeah I started seeing that and then that's like you know then I started then that's how I started to leave actually that relationship is slowly starting to, you know, kind of find myself and love myself and go, no, I am smart and I do deserve better things. Yeah. You know? Um, And so then I started that journey and yoga came in and it was just, it it elevated all of that. It was like, you know, you you know, go up a stair, you get on to the first floor, then you get second floor, then you get on the third floor. It's like I did yoga and I was like, oh wait, that took me to the attic. That is so powerful. Did, were you able to get your mom out of 
her depression she through, got out of it pra- yeah eventually i mean it was just more when we were kids so mm. she had you know some bad relationships and things and mm-hmm. i think that that just kind of and she had a traumatic childhood so i think all of those things together yeah. but you know when she grew up more and we were okay as kids and she was able to kind yeah. of care for herself she kind of got out of that you know it's it's so i love everything you're saying because a lot of times when we have a bad relationship or when we come from a broken family, we think that we are the only ones, right? It's yeah. just us and, oh, you know, how terrible. Everybody else looks so perfect. They have the perfect life. And I don't think anybody really has the perfect life, even if they have, you know, the perfect family. Maybe they have some other issues, health issues, what, whatever it is. So knowing that is just makes you really feel you're not alone in this, you know? You're not yeah. alone that there's always life throws throws you things and it's not a bad thing i think it's actually it makes you stronger you know it guides you maybe you would have never gotten into the yoga right if if it wasn't for all the things that you went through yeah and it it makes me able to help people in a certain way having a certain kind of compassion and understanding and being able to connect because of all of the things like i don't regret any of the bad things that happened to me i don't look at myself as a survivor or a victim it's just Mm -hmm. that was just life and those were the ways I had to learn my lessons and those lessons make me perfectly suited to do what I do and if I didn't have those lessons then I wouldn't be good at what I do yeah how did yoga change your life as far as your professional life right because you're doing this professionally you're you're a yoga teacher and do you feel like you found your is that always what you wanted to do no. when you first started out? What what did you... No, I did all kinds of different things growing up, and I never knew. And there was always people that were like, you just find your passion and you do what you're supposed to. And I was like, but I don't know what that is. Like, yeah. I love music, and I love animals, and I love drawing, and I love cooking, and I love... But none of those things were the thing yeah. that I, like, actively wanted to do. You know, so I would kind of dibble-dabble, but then I didn't. And then once I started doing yoga and it changed me... And I did it for an injury, but then it started working internally. Then wow. that's when I was like, oh. And I remember one day in class, I was at a studio, and the teacher was talking about a retreat, planning a retreat, and then the teachers were going to go. And the students go, well, if all the teachers go on retreat, who's going to teach at the class? And they all looked at me. And, like, light bulb went off, and I went home, and I told people, and everybody that I told was like, yes, do this. So I found a teacher training program within a month and then just dove right in. And it, it's been the thing. Like, I don't have, I haven't stopped. That's awesome. So you found it. I found it. You found clicked. it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a specific kind of yoga you're doing, you, you, you're teaching, or is it a combination? Of- um, it's a combination. I was pretty blessed in the school that I picked, which just was, I picked it because it was close and the timeline and everything. Yeah. But they taught a non-dogmatic, so they taught a whole bunch of different styles. And so you got to kind of find them. And I was just always really big school kind of nerd so I just really dove into everything and learned it like as much as I can so I can do you know hatha vinyasa yoga like um yin yoga flow restorative gentle um and then because of my injuries and stuff I work with mobility uh so I've also taken some mobility courses because not having control of your body or being able to use it is is the worst and being able to give somebody back that movement and that range of motion like now they can reach up it's like huge it's a big gift and so I kind of combine the styles depending on the student that I have or the class that's in front of me if you know I I teach a class in Downey and it's a specialty class I mean it's a mixed flow class but it's in a holistic wellness center where people have injuries so Uh you know somebody comes in and they have plantar fasciitis somebody else is like oh my sciatica is acting up so now it's like how do I teach a class to all of these people that have all of these compensations but give them a good class where they don't feel like they're being babied or they're not doing anything like and so it's a little puzzle that I get to figure out but since I've started teaching there they've improved they've improved strength wise they've improved confidence wise they've improved mobility wise they're like I feel stronger I feel better yeah Uh, so I kind of break that down a bit People don't realize how powerful your body is and, and with the right practice, how much you can heal yourself. Yeah. You know, I know people that, oh, my body's messed up and there's nothing I can do. And I'm like, there's got to be something you can do. You know, you just have to find it and go away from traditional Western medicine, which I don't necessarily believe in. Medication, medication, you know, it's yeah. not, it's just gonna, it's not going to go to the root of it. It's just going to cover it up. It's going to cover it up. You know, but you still have that. And and the worst is for me, I, I hate medication because... Even for a headache, right? Someone's take take a Tylenol or whatever. 
I want to know when I have the headache and how long I have the headache. So I know, right? If I just, then I, how can I fix it? Well, it's also like, um, with injuries. So like when I've had injuries, I'll do, I will take medication if I need to, but then I try not to. Right. And the reason why is that if I take a Vicodin because of my torn rotator cuff, which I've had, um, then I forget that my rotator cuff is torn and then I go and grab something. And so it's not going to be able to heal. But if the pain is there and I go to move it, I'm like, oh, that hurts. Then I'm like, oh, I don't move it. (laughs) Don't do that thing. Yeah. So, you know, but if, if I have to leave the house and I, you know, I had to go to work and I'm in excruciating pain or I can't sleep because the pain is so bad. That makes sense. Then yes, yes, I'll take it. But if I'm just like at home doing like, I'll read my book. I'll make my food. I'll do, but the whole time I know that like, Oh, every time I go to reach that hurts. Don't do, don't, don't reach. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so I think it's important. And I think that pain gets masked and even in like, so you're saying about a headache, it's like, well, sometimes your headache is because you're dehydrated and you don't know. So if you were to not take the medicine and then drink a cup of water and then it went away, you would realize you're not drinking enough water. Yeah. Um, and with injuries, uh, people are like, my back hurts, my back hurts okay, most likely your glutes are, or your hamstrings are really tight or they're not strong enough and they're not taking the load. But if we're only focusing on your back, you're not going to get complete relief. So you'll go to a masseuse and they'll massage your back and it goes away for like that little bit and then it comes back and it's like, why? How are you sitting? How are all of these things coming together? And it's a tenfold. If your neck is always tight, most likely your your chest is tight and it's pulling your shoulder forward. And you're getting this pain here but you're going to have them massage this and that's going to release, but this is still pulling forward. So it's just a quick fix. It's a bandaid. Yeah. Speaking of glutes, people don't realize that's such a big, that's the biggest muscle in your body. Mm-hmm. And if you don't work your glutes and your legs, you'll have a lot of issues because that supports everything, right? Yeah. It's, it, it, people don't realize that. So do your butt exercises. And shoes. What shoes. shoes are you wearing? Your yes. feet are huge. Like, we're not meant to be in shoes. The reason they invented shoes was to protect your feet. But originally, they were just like leather or something, just to protect you from, like, cutting yourself on rocks. But now they have these big, thick soles. You're not feeling the ground. You're not absorbing all the sensory. Your foot isn't able to roll. It has, it's like, over 100 muscles and tendons and joints and ligaments and you know, it's supposed to do a whole bunch of things, right. but we can't. We can't do everything our feet are supposed to do because of the shoe. So if you think about it, maybe your knee is hurting because your shoe is not allowing you to step properly or because it's bound in the shoe and you're wow. holding tension. So if you're holding tension in something and it hits, what's going to happen? It's going to reverberate and go all the way up to here. Yeah. And if that doesn't hit, then it'll go all the way up to here. What's that? Hip pain. So when people come to me with knee pain or hip pain, they let, let's talk about your feet. Let's start from the ground up. Wow. I love this. That is, I have a friend who, he wears these shoes. They look like socks with the toe, with his toes. I forget what they're called, Frank. And and he, (laughs) he swears by it. He wears it all the time. Like, unless it's a really, you know, high, whatever, gala event. But otherwise he always wears, I mean, he swears by them. He says, it's just like so natural for your feet, you know, it's so important, but I'm guilty of it. I like to wear high heels and, you know, just uncomfortable shoes pretty much all my life because <laughs> I like to be tall and I'm vain <laughs> well I'll wear shoes if I'm going somewhere yeah. but at home I don't wear shoes if I'm like yeah I try never to wear shoes basically unless I have to wear shoes yeah. and then of course then they might be cute but <laughs> you know I try to not wear shoes at home I don't wear shoes either and I, I try to when I'm in the park with bald with my dog I try to like ground myself in the grass for like yeah. just like five ten minutes and just like you know, just feel the earth because, like, it's feel so that good connection. Yeah, it's that so connection. good. It feels really powerful. Oh, wow, this is so amazing. Um, what is your favorite? Do you, do you have a routine that you do in the morning, or, or do you do you do it on your own or, or when you, while you're teaching? Uh, no. What's a good yoga practice or for, for a beginner? What would be a good way to start? Because I was trying, I'm always like, you know, just random. I'm, I'm not a very disciplined, disciplined person. So I just like saw this, um, I follow a, a website, uh, Boho Beautiful, and she does like a lot of things. So I did one of her series and I didn't realize it was advanced. Oh. So I was like, oh, dolphin, like, I don't even remember, but it was like really hard. Oh, yeah. I was like, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. But that was like an owl pose, I think. I, 
I did it wrong, I think, but I it, I was like, oh my god, like my feet are off the ground, and my <laughs> it felt really awesome. But I know that's not the way to dive in. Like, yeah, how, what would be the best way to start and um, progress to like you know the well, more. I think it's, I mean, if you want to do it at home, there's uh, a girl, Yoga with Adrian on oh, YouTube. Oh, I love her, yes. She's awesome. That's when I, that's how I started because really? I didn't know that I was going to like it and I had a herniated disc in my cervical spine and I couldn't really do much with life. <laughs> like I was starting to become a personal trainer and the doctor was like, well, you can't read because her looking down like this is hurting. And if I laid down and put my arms up, they would just fall asleep. Oh. So I couldn't do anything. Oh, man. And so I started with, with those videos because... You don't you don't spend money on anything if you don't know you're gonna like of it course, right or yeah. it's gonna work. So I started doing her videos and she made it really accessible and really easy and slowly like I progressed and once I progressed I stopped using her videos. Occasionally I'll go back to them because it's almost like a comfort. And she's so much fun. She's so much. She's fun so and, chill. And, and, yeah. yeah, and her dog but, is cute too. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's a really she does it in a way that makes it really non intimidating. Um, and you can just jump right in. If you're going to go to a studio, then you would start with, like, maybe a gentle class or they, you know, have some more just kind of basic classes. And is there a specific type of yoga that you should or that's better no. than another? Or? I mean, everything is personal and everyone likes something different. And that's what's kind of tricky because if you go in and you don't like the teacher or you don't like that style, you'll most likely never go back. Yeah. So it's like if you do yin and, and yin is great – you hold each pose for three to five minutes. If you have trouble staying still and quieting your mind, you're going to hate being in that pose for three to five minutes. You're going to be like, I tried oh, yoga. It was awful. Yeah. You might need a more flow class. So, you know, you need to breathe in, move your arm, breathe out, move your arm. You might need something like that. You don't want the holds. Yeah. So it's just tricky. Like for me, I like, I like challenging classes because that's I what shuts my brain up. Because if I'm holding plank and I'm trembling and I'm lifting up the leg... Like, I can't think about a to-do list because I'm thinking about pulling the core, make sure I'm supporting yes. my back, make sure I'm push, pushing the ground away, broadening my... Sh like, I can't think about other things. It blocks it out. So for my, like, go, go, go mind, it shuts it the heck up. Oh, I love that. You yeah, know? I need and that. And it took me a while to now be able to enjoy yin. I had to go through all of that layer. Now I can enjoy it because now I know what it does for my body. I know yeah. it's releasing muscles in a certain way that I can't in a faster class. Um, but it, it was a process. Uh, so it just really depends on... Oh, yin. So I have to try that. I love that. It, it reminds me of Bikram, because Bikram, you hold your poses too. Yeah. For, for what was it? Three, two, not a minute, but it feels like forever. It feels like an hour. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. <laughs> but it's so good. Okay, so yin is like a more of a holding, which is good. So I think maybe just doing your research, right? Like seeing like, okay, what... Or trying different things and not shutting it off. Because a lot of people, I think think that yoga is boring yeah yoga is yeah. like you know and and it doesn't do anything but then when you start doing you just sit in a pose and you start sweating it's like i'm not even doing anything why am i sweating you know but there's a million things to do so if you're holding yeah. a pose like warrior two right so say your right foot's forward well you're trying to get your knee parallel like your hip like your leg parallel to your knee you have to push to the back end of your left foot, which turns on your inner thigh. You have to rotate your hip. You have to drop your shoulders, but push through your hands. You have to lift your low belly in. There's a whole bunch of the things that you lot, need yeah. doing. And as soon as you stop thinking about it, you start to lose it. So then you have to go back. You're like, wait a minute. And so the whole time you're holding the pose, you're just like going through this mental checklist. That's amazing. So this is really good for your mental. It's really good for, for your, your mental life. health because I think... Man, mental health is a huge issue. We, I think we talked about it briefly on Facebook, yeah. right? When we, yeah. Do you think that this could really help someone that, to start a yoga practice? Medit I think meditation is so good and healthy, and so is yoga because it's it's not. I also I like a combination. I like also high energy workouts, you know. But I think yoga is really. It's it's just a different thing. Yeah, well, it's it can be a moving meditation. So it's yeah. you know, if they give you teach you like a little flow, then it's. Inhale, lift your arms up. Exhale, fold. Inhale, halfway lift. So you're just, to the breath, you're just moving yeah. the certain pattern. It becomes a moving meditation because it's hard sometimes to sit still in meditation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there are ones that are faster. Just like I said, it depends on your teacher. Like a power yoga class is going to be faster. Yeah. If I teach an advanced class or a class where people want to work, it's going to be a much faster, yeah. more athletic-based class. You can change it. It yeah. doesn't have to be one way. Mm -hmm. you know? I love that. I think diversity is, is the key probably 
And I think it's really important for anyone who really has issues with, I'm so like, this light is not working today, but it's okay. You look fine. That's the most important thing. Uh, but I, I do think that, right, wouldn't you agree? Like, it's so important to do some sort of exercise regime, like, for your mental health. To really Absolutely. It moves the body. So we say, um, like, emotion is energy in motion. So if you don't move it, it just gets stuck into mm-hmm. your body in any type of way. And um, what I've learned with, like, uh, healing, because I also do Reiki, is that what happens when you injure yourself is that you get more like neurons in that spot. If you don't do any of that kind of mental work, it stays there. And so then every time you get stressed out, well, now your knee acts up mm. or the headache comes. Right. And so, and it doesn't have to be like, so you get into a fight with your boyfriend, all of a sudden you have a headache or all of a sudden your knee's acting. Right. You didn't even go hiking. It wasn't the hiking yeah. that was the thing. Cause sometimes you think it was the movement yeah. or you're, you're, you know, preparing for an interview or, yeah. or you just got a new job and stress. it might be exciting, but it's still stress. Wow. And your body doesn't recognize the difference between physical stress and emotional stress. Right. And like pain is just an alertness to pay attention. It's not necessarily the reason we feel pain is to tell us pay attention. It's so the minute you start to actually pay attention, you can start to like relieve the pain. It's amazing what just breathing and thinking about releasing pain from that area can do. And you're like, I'm just thinking and there's breath isn't going there. But if you think about every time you exhale, you're releasing. Yes. You will lose some of that pain. Honestly, I used to have migraines really bad as a kid. And I don't have them really anymore. Once in a blue moon after my, you know, the once a month period, (laughs) maybe before or after. And I've learned to, if I catch it at the right time, to just breathing will will get rid of it. As a kid, I would just be so sick. Like, I'd have to, like, you know, be in a dark room, throw up. Like, I mean, it was bad. Yeah. And breath is so, so powerful. It, it We don't realize how powerful we are. Mm-mm. You know, we don't give ourselves, our bodies, enough credit of how, he, how we can heal ourselves just by breath. Yeah. People always say, just breathe, you know. And it seems like such a cliche, like... Just breathe. I'm stressed out. No, just breathe. <laughs> but, but breathing is what makes us alive. And exactly. It actually creates life force. Oxygen. And, <laughs> and there's studies that show that, like, if you use breath, like, you take years off of your life. That's how you you want to stay young? Breathe. Breathe. You're breathing in life. And deep breathing, not just a shallow in your chest. Yeah. like the. And you're exhaling out things that are, like, stale air and yeah. stagnant. Only makes sense. It That's what animates. So when we are born, what's the first thing we do? We take a deep breath, and when we die, the last thing that happens is we breathe out. Yeah. Breath is huge, and it's very under underrated. And there's so many different kinds, so many different kinds. I mean, even just like for anxiety, there's breathing techniques that yeah. can help you. Because just focusing on your breath starts to take your mind off of focusing on whatever it is that you're stressed out about. Whatever it is that you're feeling inside. If you're just thinking, I'm going to count to five and inhale and then count to five and exhale. And you do that for a couple minutes, you're going to like just release tension because you stopped thinking about that like narrative in your head slowed down. Yeah. And it's important to, to let that go. I think people have a tendency, including myself sometimes, we just tell ourselves all these stories that we just make up this whole movie of it's not even real, you know? Yeah but all the things that may happen or could happen. And it's just, you're getting yourself so into that mindset that you can't even, you're fogging up everything and, and you're just so in it that anxiety or like, that's why people have panic attacks, right? Mm-hmm. They're just like getting so into it. They're, they're just freaking out over really nothing. And it's like, chill out, you know, just, and it's hard. I know it's hard when, yeah. you, when you're in that state. I know it's really hard, but again, the, the power of the mind, because that's just like breathing in and relaxing. It's the exact same thing you're doing. It's just like the opposite, right? You're yeah. just like focusing on freaking yourself out and making yourself pass out probably, you know? Speaking of anxiety and freaking out, how do you feel about social media today and, and how it's affecting us? Um, I definitely think it's creating more anxiety um, because it's giving us a shorter attention span. And we're getting overstimulated, and being overstimulated in effect creates um, anxiety, which is why, like, 
more kids now have ADHD and problems because of the way TV shows and cartoons are run. As if it's just like bam, 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 bam. bam, bam. bam. If you look at the older cartoons, it's like a little bit of a storyline. Then we change scene. Then a little bit of a storyline. Then we change scene. The new ones are like, we're here, we're there, we're here, we're there. Orange, blue, green. Yeah. And that's the same thing we're doing with, with the you know social media. The color even take, we're taking it in like. You, you can gray out your screen. You gray out your screen, I guarantee you, you won't want to scroll. Because you'll look, and the images You aren't... grayed out your screen! Now you're looking, and now you're not so drawn to stay on this screen. Oh my god! But with the color... I've never even knew I could do that! But with the color, now you're like, oh, that looks pretty. Oh, that's stimulating my eyes. So true! So even just that, it's just taking in too much um, information, too much things. How it's... did you gray out your screen? There's a... There's screen. something that you do over, I think, in display and brightness. I can't remember. You put it okay. in grayscale, and then once you have it, you do, like, three taps. And so, like, whenever... Because oh, I'll go to check... Because cool. I'll get a message, and I'll go to check the message, and then all of a sudden, I inadvertently go to social media, right? I do it So all the when time. I realize that I'm doing that, and I don't need to be on there, I gray out my screen so that when I go to pick up my phone and check the text message, I'm like, oh, yeah. This is a reminder that there's nothing else that I need to get from this phone right now. That is so gold. And I think just in general, when I look at my screen, right, like what do I, like I even put them all in one folder, my social media stuff. But I mean, I constantly, I'm like, why am I on Instagram? What am I doing here? Like, yeah. unless I'm posting and I'm doing something. But even then, then I check how many likes I have like an hour yeah, later. Every, it's like, do, well, it's a release of dopamine. It is. You it's know, a release it, of dopamine. So what I try to do on the days that I post which I don't, I post a lot in my story, but I don't post a lot on my account. Um, I usually try to do it on a day that I'm going to be busy. Yes. So that Smart. I don't look, so that I don't look at it. Yes. Otherwise, if I'm home doing you know, nothing, like it's a chill day and I'm reading and I don't have a lot of clients or whatever, then like every two minutes when I go to check the time, I then scroll and I go and check the likes and I go, but if I'm having a conversation with a friend, I don't open my phone. Me neither. Um, unless it's a text message that I have to respond to, which is why I have the watch and I'm like, oh, okay. Mom, I, I'll call her later. Yeah. Oh, I have a client. Let me respond to that right yeah. away. Um, so I'll know, but I'll just do a quick glance. Yeah. Uh, so if I'm out with friends, I don't check my phone. If I'm having date time, I'm not checking my phone. So then that's a good time to post because then I'm not Smart. looking for the likes every two minutes. I'm trying to... I I, I watched this girl, Sorella Moore. Um, she's like a minimalist like uh, YouTuber. And she was taking a... 30-day social media uh, detox. detox and and I, it's, it's it's a kind of funny thing right because i'm like well you are a social media person <laughs> yeah, yeah that's how you make your living so it's kind of funny that you going away from it because we're still watching you <laughs> um but i think what i want to try is to just spend 30 minutes a day and that's just crazy just saying it but just 30 minutes a day on social media if yeah. I can, like, I, I'm on some Facebook groups because they're just, like, groups that, you know, from my music stuff. And, yeah, I have the same. You know, we're just, yeah. like, talking, and it's really inspiring to me, and, and we're helping each other, so that's a different story. But, like, on Instagram, on mainly Facebook, I don't even, like, go, you know, check people's story. Really quick, I do it, stay in touch, or, like... I try to say happy birthday to everybody, but sometimes I know, I'm sometimes not. I forget. I'm like, oh, shoot. I didn't know. really, wasn't active that day. Yeah, you know. But I think that's feasible, like to, to do like 30 minutes a day, you know, yeah. of, of just like posting your stuff and then just letting it be. Or do like a half an hour, do a half an hour in the morning and then half an hour in the evening. Yeah. If you want to see what happens in the beginning of the day yeah. and then you want to see what happens Respond at the end of the day. Respond maybe later at the end of the day, you know, just like say thanks for your comment or whatever. I think that is healthier. So I turned off, like I turned off all my notifications so I don't get notifications. Um, and then I also had to, because I'm part of a lot of groups too and I just want to help everybody. And then I was like... I'm putting out a lot of energy helping random people. Like I can't save everyone. Don't you don't need to give everyone a restaurant recommendation or where they can lose a good dry cleaner or whatever like random thing. Like I feel called to Denise do. to the rescue. <laughs> Call Denise. So I was like, I've had to. I had to realize that I was doing that. I was spending a lot of time yeah. like in these groups of people being like, "Hey, ladies, because anyone know?" And I was like, "Oh, let me." Yeah. I was like, no, I just I can't. Well, I think this constant struggle of you, you want to be involved and engaged with everybody and, you know, help them because you also appreciate help. But at the same time, same here. Sometimes I'm like, man, I spent like three hours on in my Facebook groups, like discussing things. But have I done anything like that? I actually need to get done finishing a song or whatever. No. 
and that's not good then i'd feel like crap at the end of the day too because i'm like wow that's that was a very unproductive day yeah. even though i was social maybe that should be like just one social day you know <laughs> just like one day where i'm just like okay spend all day on the facebook groups and catch up sometimes it's overwhelming to me too though those groups because it's just so much yeah and i'm in quite a few of them and Same it's so here. much and i yeah. just recently uh was it yesterday or the day before one of the people in the groups was like don't like turn off your notifications for this group don't feel called to like have to respond to everybody's like yeah. thing like one of the advents it's like she's like maybe i log on for you know half an hour a day to respond to people yeah. if, if that or maybe every other day that i spend like attending these and i was like that is so smart because i just can't it's too much it gets too much we want to like you said earlier right it's it, there's so much information and it's very Sometimes, seriously, I have like five windows open where I'm like trying to study for Spotify. Then I study another course and then I'm going to try to, I'm like, what am I doing? Trying to like do three or four things, five things yeah. at the same time. And it's not. And we're not meant to multitask. No. And then I'm also can, on my phone, right? Like doing Instagram, thinking I can do everything at once. And I'm noticing that it's just like my brain is just like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like. Over overloading and it's like no wonder that we have so much anxiety yeah seriously and then there's you know the comparison game because there's some people who only post good things and you know with right so because i mean you don't want to see a whole bunch of bad things i think when you see a lot of bad things it puts you in a negative mind frame and negative yeah. like there's studies that show like just watching the news for a half an hour a day gives you a less positive day because now you've like already yeah. seen bad things happen and then now like you got cut off on traffic and like now it's just yeah. a bad now you're just set up for badness yeah because you focus on that you focus on seeing those things as opposed to to you know doing something a bit more mindful like appreciating a sunset or a sunrise and then yeah. like going and doing appreciating yeah. the warmth of this cup and this beverage yeah. and then like going out and then it's like oh traffic you know that happens yeah you know you have a whole different um mindset so I don't think people should just post terrible things, but only posting good things can lead to like, oh, they're perfect and they get to go here and they get to go there and they get to, you know, whatever. Oh God, but then yes. you don't know that their parent isn't dying from cancer, but they're not posting about it. Yeah. You don't know that. Yeah. You're just seeing that they're in the Bahamas and now they're, you know, here. Maybe like they're just trying to, you know, live life to its fullest because somebody they love is dying yeah. and that's how they're coping. You have no clue. You do. You really don't. And I think there's a fine line between, and I, I'm guilty of it too, you know, I always try to post pictures, you know, just a good thing. I'm like, even friends, when they post something, I'm like, oh, don't post that picture. I look horrible in that picture, you know. <laughs> and I know that sounds vain, but I'm like, I, I don't like that picture. But at the same time, I like to be authentic, you know, to, to tell people sometimes, hey, you know, I don't have any crap they do today, you know. Yeah. things are not Because I think people always assume that one of my friends said, to me the other day she's like oh you always look like you have your shit together because we were talking about you know depression and i said my friend who just passed away that he was struggling with all that stuff and that it was really i think that part of him wasn't really wanting to be here on, anymore on earth you know and she said yeah i can somewhat relate to sometimes it's hard to get out of bed i'm like i totally relate and she's like you you always do you have your shit together you know you seem so put together i'm like no you know i i struggle with things you know yeah. and i'm not perfect and i'm nowhere near where i want to be you know in in pretty much every area of my life you know which i thought like as a 12 year old i thought i'd be like you know <laughs> this this woman who has like her family and a career and like you know has it all figured out and the truth is sometimes you don't have it figured out you know you just yeah. i mean i think we take it as it goes and it's day by day and things are constantly changing I and mean, you can't really plan from one thing to the next in, in this major type of way you know? yeah i mean in, in a small way sure but you know even going to a place oh there was a car accident now i'm a half an hour late like that's just that's just life and it's if like, you're if you're stuck on having it go a certain way then that's gonna cause you oh man a, just a heck of a ton of stress yeah um so being able to just let things go and being like okay well i'm late and that's just gonna be how i deal with this day I've learned that a long time ago to be so flexible, like, especially in LA, you know, that you, sometimes you get to a place in 10 minutes, sometimes it takes you like two hours. <laughs> and it's just the way it's it like is. It's five miles away. Yeah. Why yeah. is it taking me this long yeah. to get here? And you learn that, you know what? It is what it is. Nobody's dying. I always, even my students, sometimes they freak out. I'm like, it's just a song. 
just sing the song just feel it no one's gonna die if you mess up <laughs> nothing bad's gonna happen you know like it's not it we make so so little things so big that it's 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 unnecessary it's it's a unnecessary waste of energy yeah you know we spend so much energy on things where like it's not needed like worrying about things or beating ourselves up yeah when we can actually put that energy into something that's actually going to help us feel better yeah like, or, or help someone or help create someone, something yeah. beautiful you know like you said just go out and watch the sunset or i love the weather right now so the, the cloudy la is <laughs> like to me it's like yes <laughs> i enjoy this because we're gonna have so much sun for the rest of the year I probably know. you know man this is this is such gold what you what you're telling us i love this and anyone who wants to find you oh i, I have to ask you about your pet peeves because oh. i love asking people i i think a lot of us have the same pet peeves but i just want to know a few of yours <laughs> two or three or just well, recently it's like if i get something to go when they automatically give me a bunch of napkins and like ketchup packets and silverware like i'm taking this food home don't give me all this the world is polluted enough <laughs> like so packaging, like any excess packaging of any kind, just really drives me nuts. Um, anything that's kind of bad for the planet kind of drives me nuts. What is but, it like? Is, is it is it Walgreens? Like one of those stores, they give you like this huge receipt of like CBS. all CBS. I'm like, what is all this crap? Just Stop give me, it. oh my God. And the advertisements that they put in my mailbox that I take oh, from the mailbox to the recycle same bin. Same here. Just stop How it. How can you stop this? How, stop I, it. Like... Don't kill a tree for this. I don't yes. even look at it. Yeah. No one looks at it anymore. Nobody Get with looks the times. at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. That is so um, 10 years ago. Telemarketers, of course. Oh, my God. My phone rings nonstop about student loans, my home loan. I don't have either of those. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Would you like to get your ducks clean? I don't own a home. I have no ducks that air conditioning ducks that need to be cleaned. And I call them back sometimes. <laughs> And the phone number is not working. It says, it's not a working number. I'm like, how is that possible? They just called me from that number. That is the weirdest thing. Have you ever tried that? Like, And I've called someone from the IRS who called me and he told me that I owe them a million dollars. I'm like, you couldn't, you couldn't say something a bit more believable, like, you know, 20 grand or something to scare me a million dollars. I never made a million dollars. I could have owed a million dollars. Oh, God. That was pretty um, bad. And then I think driving... Um, the there's bullies on the freeway and they're a bully where they don't either let you over and it's like well i need to get off the freeway or i need to get on the freeway like just let me do the thing or they try to bully you to get into your lane almost causing an accident it's like either let me in or i'm gonna hit your car i'm like either of those two things like there's a lot of things about driving that's not great but those two things like being bullied on the freeway does not make me happy oh man that i just want to stop everything freeze the whole thing right if you if i could just press the buttons freeze everything get out of my car punch him in the face really hard get back in and like nothing ever happened oh my gosh so <laughs> just a relief this is how much yoga has changed me it's like a couple <laughs> of months ago i was driving on the freeway and somebody i think wanted to get over but it was like in too short of a distance so i didn't let them over and they got mad because they had just tried to get over but i was you know like when you're kind of going slow like yeah. everything stops there's no time and um and then so then we were stopped next to each other and they got mad and they threw their cup of coffee at my car and some of it got inside my car it was, pump it was a pumpkin spice latte because i could smell the the, the pumpkins <laughs> crap um and i just looked at him and i said you're not a very nice person <laughs> <laughs> I and love i'm it. like oh my god <laughs> what has happened to me no curse words no flipping them off no honking no i'm just like you're not a very nice person <laughs> that's great though because i think angry people and there's a lot of them out there right they just that's what they want right they want your reaction they want you yes. to be like oh because then you give them exactly what they're doing and when you're just like smiling at someone you know and just say what you said i think that throws them off so much because they're like what? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to fight. And you're just yeah. like telling me I'm not a nice person. <laughs> but I've also just had this big perspective shift of when now like when people screw me over or do something, I'm like, oh, they're just way more of a mess than I am. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not them. perfect, but obviously they're struggling a lot more and they're taking out their struggles on me. Like I struggle. I don't take my struggles out on anyone else. I'm like, oh, I'm not leaving my house today is what's happening because I'm not in a good mood. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm going on a walk with my headphones 
that's it. Like, yeah. that's, like, I'm not, you know, being around people because I'm not in a great headspace. But, yeah. you know, obviously, like, other people are in such a bad place that they can't help but project it out to somebody else. They're trying to get it out of them, and they don't yeah. know how. And so them yelling at me on the freeway and throwing a cup is how they're dealing. And it's never us. I think sometimes you take things personal when someone takes something out on you and you're like, what's wrong with me, what I do? And it's never you. It's always, you know, if that yeah. person does something, it's not. it has nothing to do with you at all. Yeah. Even I think in relationships sometimes when someone is like really nasty or, you know, in a really bad mood, you, you think it's you, but it's really not you. It's just them. Well, they say, like, if you look at, like, your day, right? You start your day and you think, like, you start your day and then you spill coffee on yourself. You're like, okay. And then you hit the lights, and then you're like, okay. And then somebody cuts you off, and then you're like, okay. And then somebody, you know, is rude to you, you know, at the thing. And, it's okay. and then you get home, and then your partner says something, or your child gives you a hard time. And then you're really upset. But you didn't take an account to all of those things that added up, that if that one incident would have happened, if just immediately your partner was unkind, you didn't have all of that load. Yeah. You might have been like, you know, that wasn't really nice. Like, I don't, I don't appreciate that comment, or, yeah. you know, whatever, but... By the time you've been pushed, your buttons have been pushed, at that time you're like, what'd you just say to me? <laughs> yeah. You know, like it yeah, changes. You're like, you're like I've and, had it. <laughs> and you don't realize. And that's where you go back to like, you know, breathing and stuff like that. Like if you took a, like a few minutes of breath after like something really bad happened, like you almost got into a car accident, that like releases chemicals. And if you don't do anything about that, those stay in your body. Right. So then what happens when somebody's kind of mean to you, now yes. you're releasing that on them. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to like... If you would have just gone and locked it off real quick. Yeah. And take it, got out that adrenaline, got out that thing, and then you're like, okay. Wow. Power of breath. <laughs> Power Breathe. of breath. Breath so and movement. important. Breathe. You know, Any kind of movement. It doesn't have to yeah. be yoga. It doesn't have to be dance. It doesn't have to be lifting weights. Move. I have the coolest little exercise that I've done. I took this self-help seminar a long time ago. Uh, P.S. I was called people synergetically involved. And we did this exercise. It's the dumbest thing, right? But you jump up five times and you say, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> and I swear to God, your mood changes. You feel so energized and so amazing. Yeah. It, it's, it's the weirdest thing. And it's, it actually, it makes sense, right? Because you're just firing yourself up. And so every time I'll be in a shit mood or I felt like not good, you know, I would just do that. I'm like, Yes, <laughs> I can do anything now. You know, yeah. it's, it's amazing how little things can make a huge difference. Yeah, in your day in and your and in your life because we all that all affects our health. Mm -hmm. Everything affects our health. And I know sometimes bad things happen to people that are extremely healthy, and you know we all go have our obstacles. But I think whatever we can do to contribute, and, yeah, and you know. And it's like, I mean, health is, is, is a it's full everything. spectrum. So it's not just like what you exercising or being thin or what you eat. It's also what you read. Yes. You who know, you surround yourself with. Who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. How you take care of yourself. So, you know, you want to be healthy and you're eating great and you're exercising, but you're beating yourself up. Yeah. That's not doing great things for your mental health and your, you know, emotional health, you know. So it's, it's a full thing. And so taking a couple minutes every day to dedicate to that. Whether it's like, you know, I'm going to give myself a bubble bath or I'm going to light this candle yeah. that smells pretty while I read or whatever to just give you Anything that. Anything makes you feel good. Yeah. You know? And I think also I know loneliness is a huge problem we all have in this day and age, right? Because we're so much more connected, but at the same time so much more disconnected. And I think reaching out is so important and a lot of people don't do that. You know, it's like, oh, they say, I don't have anyone. Well, then go find some community that you can maybe be part of, right? Help yeah. someone, like go and volunteer in an animal shelter or like at an old people, elderly home, like wherever, whatever you can do to just get involved with people and with like activities that can really stimulate your mind and get you out of your own shit. Yeah. You know, when I was in a hospital, and that's going to be the last thing we talk about, then I'll let you go. <laughs> but when we were in a hospital to visit my friend, um, there are so many people that are just, they don't have anyone visiting, you know, they're just alone. And I, I felt so sad because I was like, man, can you imagine? You're just there and nobody, you, you can't move, you can't do anything and nobody's there. Yeah. There must be such a horrible feeling and it cannot 
really help you heal faster. No. You know, so the importance of just if you know someone, and even if they're not close to them, but you know someone is in the hospital and you know them, just go and see them, visit them, like, you know, reach out to them. Like, you don't know what a huge, small little thing you could, could make a huge difference in someone else's life. I think even just texting, like, I know when I was going through, like, a rough time, people just texting me, like, when I was going through that breakup and stuff, and people just texting me, being like, hey, I hope you have a good day. Like, maybe they didn't have time to engage because they didn't ask me how I was, but just yeah. thinking about me and saying, hey, I hope you have a good day. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not alone. There's somebody in the world who thought of me and cared about me today. Yeah. And that was huge. Yeah, I think, see, people say, oh, some people, you know, I mean, I'm a big texter more so than calling people. And people sometimes diss texting, saying, oh, you know, you're just texting. You could just, if you really care, you would call someone. But someone texting you, they, you were on their mind. Yeah. It, it is it is big because we are all so busy these days. And if someone takes the time to say hey to you and say, how are you doing? I think that's that's important. And everybody has time to do that. Every, yeah, everybody has a minute to text someone and just say, hey, I'm thinking of you. You know, that's yeah. just little things and just know that you're not alone and know that you have there's always someone else who has it worse not not that I want to focus on that but just saying appreciate what you have because sometimes especially when you're in that state of like depression you know sometimes I, I know some days where I was like I'm not grateful for anything you know what I mean where you're just like in that you're blocking yourself off everything and the truth is Shit, I am grateful for my mom. I'm grateful for uh, yeah, like things that are just really important that that you overlook or take for granted because you're so in your own crap. Definitely, and you I know? think that you can also reach out, and you don't necessarily have to reach out and go, "Hey, I need help." But sometimes people are really busy. Like I'll get really busy. It's not that I don't think about my friends or I don't love my friends, but if I'm doing 18 million yeah. things, I don't think about texting them or calling them or whatever. But if they were to like text me and be like, "Hey," I'd be like, "Hey, so good to hear from you." Yeah. And they could be having, like, a sad day yeah. and just have said a hey and just to see if I respond. So sometimes just do that. You don't have to say, hey, I'm having a hard day. Come be here for me. Yeah. Even if you just start a conversation and say, hey, how are you? Exactly. That might be it because we're busy, and, and especially in L.A., but especially in this day and age with the way everything is run, it's kind of programmed to keep us in a little bit of a nonstop kind of wheel yeah. so it's sometimes hard to break away and, and it's not that somebody doesn't care about you but they have a child they have a career they're building they have you know yeah their exercise plan like I have a million things that I do for myself every day like if I have free time so important so it's like I have like books that I'm reading and I have like things that I'm working on so it's like oh I have this day so I'm gonna finish drawing this or I'm gonna do so it's not that I didn't want to talk to you right it's that like oh I have this time to do my thing but if you were to text me and be like hey do you want to have coffee it'd be like Oh, yeah, I can read yeah. later. Like, I would go and have coffee. Yeah. So sometimes it's just you reaching out, too. Absolutely. It's what a are you reading? Street. Oh, my God. I'm reading um, The Body Keeps the Score. Ooh. Move Your DNA. Oh, I love uh, the title. And then uh, Living Beautifully with Uncertainty and Change. Oh, nice. Okay, I <laughs> so I'm reading up. three books. I have to look. You know what? I think reading is so important. I'm horrible at it because I've, I've actually been reading The Power still from Rhonda, um, from The Secret. And I love that book. I'm, I'm so into like self-help books. Like I read them more than, you know, other stories. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's so important to spend time reading. Yeah. Especially as, as a creative, I think it's important to do that. Um, where can people find you? And do you, are you available for private lessons? Or? Um, yeah, I do private lessons. Um, uh, currently, I'm only teaching in one studio in Downey. Um, I should be getting on a couple sub things in like the Burbank and Hollywood area soon. Uh, but I'm on Instagram as Denise's Pieces, kind of like Reese's Pieces. But my name is spelt weird. Uh, D-E-N-N-I-S-S-E. Um, and then my website's denisemorales.com. Uh, so you can find me there. Okay. That's pretty much all I do with the social media. I was like, I can't manage a business page on Facebook and manage a Twitter account because I want to not be tied to that screen. So I have so many and it's like, what, so what I, am I doing? So I feel like, inst I'm like, okay, Instagram's working. I'm just going to stay with that one. Good. If it's working for you, yeah, that's that's the way to go. So oh, yeah. they can find so you, you can, on Instagram. Yeah, you can email me there or DM me or And you my do website also on online classes or in I, person? Yeah. Okay. I can do it like a Facebook or, or a FaceTime or like yeah. a Skype session. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're not in LA, you can still have a session <laughs> with her. Awesome. Thank you so much for Thank being you here. Thank you for that having was, me. I loved all the information. So, 
<laughs> Her information will be below. And thank you for watching and listening. Thank and you. thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. And here are a few takeaways. Number one, there's always room to grow. Not being able to be at the top is such a release. I like that, actually. Number two, practice makes progress. I absolutely love that. Number three, gratitude. Practice gratitude. Number four, pain is an alertness to pay attention. Number five, power of breathing. Breathe more. Really, breathing can be so healing. Breath can be so healing. I think we talked about this last time. Number six, gray out your screen. I absolutely love that. To not be so distracted on your Instagram feed. Um, gray out your screen throughout the day so you don't get distracted. Number seven, post social media when you're busy so that you don't have time to constantly check how many likes you've had and how many people have commented. I also love that. Number eight, be able to let things go. Just let it go. Move on. Number nine, how you take care of yourself is everything, not just in one aspect. So not just like eating healthy, but then beating yourself up. It's an all-around thing, like spiritually, mentally, physically. Just really making sure that you take care of yourself on, in all aspects. Um, number 10, take a couple minutes a day to really do something that makes you feel good. A bubble bath, a nice cup of tea, great conversation with someone. Just something that really makes you feel good. I really, really love Denise's advice, and I definitely got to take it myself. I'm going to do more yoga and um, as always, I'm going to leave you with a song of mine and I look forward to seeing you. Actually, I will not see you, but I will talk to you next Wednesday. If you love this, please share this. If you would like to be on the show, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram, Jacqueline Van Bierk. I would love to hear your story and I would love to share your story. I'll talk to you next week. Love it.